Let us pray. Lord, may the words that come from my mouth make sense because they're inspired by your Holy Spirit. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, after the year that we've all had, I think we're all due some pretty awesome presents this year. The type of presence that reward you from, for getting through tough times, gives comfort for our hurting, distracts us from the things going on around us that want to ruin Christmas. Maybe you've already found that uh, present under your tree already this Christmas. But I wonder how you would feel, rather than getting that type of present, that would make you feel good about yourself. What if somebody gave you a cookbook with a card attached saying that you're a terrible cook and that you need all the help that you can get? Or maybe a book, a computer book for dummies when you already work in IT? (laughs) What about a gym membership when um, they mention as they pass over the envelope that you've put on more than five kilos during COVID and you might need some help. Or if you're really spoiled on the Gold Coast, maybe a voucher to one of the many cosmetic surgeons suggesting that you're not not as attractive as you used to be. They're not really the types of presents that we look for, are they? In fact, they're pretty insulting, right? How dare someone pass judgment on me when this time of year is all about escaping the woes of the world for a moment and entering the Christmas story, the story that recaptures the magic, promises hope for tomorrow, makes us feel good about ourselves and helps us forget all our troubles, at least for one day, or maybe even just deny that they exist for a couple of days. Our theme this year is Christmas is different. We knew that we wouldn't be doing exactly the same thing that we did last year. In fact, in this building, we had double the amount of people we had here last year. We're in the midst of a global pandemic. So we knew that logistically we had to do things differently. But more than that, we wanted to explore the truth of Christmas, that it was never meant to be normalised, standardised, commercialised or enculturated. The first Christmas was very different, scandalous in fact. An unwed mother, mother in those days, visited by shepherds who nobody would trust, not to mention three celebrities who I'm sure failed to enter quarantine or get a border pass before arriving in Bethlehem. Nothing about it was normal. I think the biggest scandal of 2020 is that we actually thought that Christmas was a time when everything should be able to go back to normal. When the truth of the first Christmas was that it began a new normal, that things would never be the same again. Christmas is never supposed to be just a band-aid solution for the problems that we face, that after the celebration, that we would just 
have a couple of days break and rip the band-aid off and everything would be the way that it should be. Christmas is more like reconstructive surgery that completely changes us. The way that we look at ourselves, the way that we look at others, and the way that we look at the world. Christmas begins the revelation of how God looks at us. How we are seen is confronting. The world we live in tries to convince us that in order for us to be lovable, we have to hide or disguise certain parts of ourselves, the bits that we're not proud of, the parts of our lives that don't seem to fit with what others see as normal, those mistakes and the imperfections that we put makeup on, tattoo over, or cover up with the most expensive clothing or accessories we can afford. Christmas begins the good news of Jesus Christ, which is that we are both fully known and fully loved. Church leader and author Tim Keller writes, to be loved but not known is comforting but superficial. To be known and not loved is our greatest fear. But to be fully known and truly loved is, well, a lot like being loved by God. It is what we need more than anything. It liberates us from pretense, humbles us out of our self-righteousness and fortifies us for any difficulty life can throw at us. This revelation begins at Christmas. It is a gift but it is a gift like no other, that God says, I know you're a mess. I know you don't have it all together. I know you have faults and failings, and I know you're out of your depth, and I know that you don't have any of the answers, but I am going to step into that mess with you and in the mess of the whole world. In God's time, there is a promise that all will be made right, but there is a promise that we are gifted right now. And it's not escapism. It's not magicking it all better. It's the promise that in Jesus, God is with us. To endure the mess, to be formed by the struggles and to be shaped by the pain and to rejoice and celebrate in the overcoming. You see, this gift is different. It is freely given, but it does come with a cost and a responsibility. We have to use this gift at our own expense, which in relative terms is nowhere near the expense of what was paid for us by Christ on the cross. Jesus didn't stay a baby, but he also didn't stay on the cross. He rose again, gifted the Holy Spirit, which is more of this amazing, different gift, with the express intention of mobilising the church to embody this difference. And so that makes me wonder, could we see 2020 as a gift? 
Like most of you, I want 2020 to hurry up and finish already. It's been a brutal year. And I don't think I've worked so hard and had a year that has cost so much personally in my entire life. I do not believe that 2020 has been some sort of divine test to make us all holier. But I do believe what St Paul said, that all things work together for good for those who love God, who are called according to his purpose. Is it possible to see God with us in the mess of this year? Not as the cause of it, or as the one we can blame for not ending it earlier or failing to get it all back to normality, but simply that God has been with us this whole year. More than ever this year, I've learnt that I am not enough on my own. I don't have all the skills, talents, ideas or solutions to work out my own problems, let alone everyone else's. I've learnt that I just can't keep going and running on my own strength. I've learnt that there is such a thing as being equipped and graced for a task, a moment or a season, which in God's strength you can accomplish far beyond what you could ever imagine. I've learnt that creativity can spring from dryness. I've learnt that there are people around me that are far more generous, loving and insightful than I ever gave them credit for. Above all, and I know I should know this, given that I'm a minister and all, I've learnt that God is with me. And never left me. And I've been humbled to see God with those who serve in this church, in other churches, and in all sorts of different places this year. This has been a gift. It's been a hard gift to accept. And if you had asked me at the start of the year if I wanted it, I would have quietly returned it in the Boxing Day sales. But I pray that the true gift of Christmas is realised in you this day. The gift that God is with us. It's probably different to what you wanted or expected today. But God with us is enough. Actually, God with us is everything. Amen.